Uh oh, he's back. He's back. The crazy guy. The fun. And the fun never stops with me. Never. Never, 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 never. I've had all these people I've outlasted, outlived, you name it. They all try to put me down. And no, I'm not going to go through everybody's names one by one because the bottom line is I'm here and they're not. That's the bottom line. So this is Lee Jackson, America's Finest Watchman, with you today. And thank you for listening. Today, I want to go over Rolexes again. What do you do when you get a Rolex? How do you fix it? What can we, as quasi-repairmen repairmen and women, do? Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is... Uh, I talked to Ricky the other day about my sister's watch and I said to him, he got it. And he said, yeah, so you just want it cleaned up? I said, yeah. And then I said, he said, what about the case and the band? And I said, well, I kind of buffed it myself. He goes, well, you didn't do very good because it needs a lot more work. Should I buff it? I said, yeah, sure. So I said, because it's my sis, I want to get an estimate for her because I'm thinking it's not going to be that much. It's going to need, I really, I really don't think it's going to need that much. I hope, I mean, I hope, 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 I hope. So I haven't heard back. And I said to him, he goes, you need a crystal, right? And I said, yeah. And he says, well, you just want a general cleaning. I said, well, if that's what it needs, yes. So I'm under the impression and assumption, and this could change. That it's saveable the way it is. It just needs to be cleaned up, cleaned. The inside needs to be cleaned out, the movement and so on. It's just sticky, rusty, whatever. But it runs. So until he tells me that the movement is a goner, I'm going to take it that it's okay, that it's going to work. It just needs to be cleaned up. So that was the last thing I talked to him. Then I said to him, what about a dial? And he said, I don't know why I have this buzz today. Hmm. Kind of a weird-ass buzz, isn't it? See if I can get rid of it. Okay. I can't, so we'll just do it, I guess, the way we are, because there's nothing interfering with anything that I can see. No. Just picking up something. Okay, so I said, what about a dial? I said, I'm thinking a white dial. I says, what? A white dial? I said, yeah, like a white porcelain dial would pop really nice. So he said, well, you know, there's nobody that can do dials around here anymore. I said, what? And he said, yeah, they all moved away. So there's nobody in, uh, nobody in L.A. that does it. Isn't that weird? And there were a lot of different dial companies. And now they're all scattered. I know that Kirkrich, last I heard, and they're supposed to be, they were the best. They're in San Diego, I'm told. And you can send them stuff. So you just send it in with instructions, and then they send it back, I guess. So I told him, I don't care. You know, the guy moved away to Fresno or somewhere. I said, I still want to get the, if we're going to do this watch, I want to do the dial. So he's supposed to get back to me with an idea of price. And then I'm going to run it by her and say, what do you think? Because look, if you're going to keep the watch, it's stupid to leave it looking like it looks. It looks like a, like nothing. It's so dead looking. It's all silver. The dial silver, the cases, you don't see it. It just doesn't look like anything. And if I could have just cleaned it up and had the battery changed and that was it, I would have left it alone and said, here, it costs you nothing, you know, five bucks, 10 bucks for a battery, whatever. 
But since that didn't work, and now we're in the more expensive mode, might as well make it a keeper and fix the watch up and wear it because it's a nice watch. It's nice. I mean, I cleaned it up. I don't know what uh, Ricky's talking about because I did a pretty good job buffing it out. I, I spent a lot of time on it. It was bad. Remember we talked about this and I told you how bad it was? Okay, so to get off the track, let's talk about Rolex. When you get a Rolex and you want to open it up, how do you do it? Most people demolish it trying. But I'm going to tell you how to do it. If you look on the back of the Rolex, there's a like teeth on the back. It looks like a big gear almost. And there's a reason for that. They have tools that match up with that back. And that's how you open it up. And the original tools from, let's say, Rolex on them look like pro propellers with a circle in the center, different sizes. And you put that on the back and you, it's got, it's all metal. And you just got a lot of grip on it because it has two long protruding ends like a propeller and you just grab it and turn. And you put the watch in a vise so it doesn't move. And you have to really give it a, a real turn to get it to go. And if you have the proper tool, it does not mess it up. So don't open a Rolex by trying to pry it open, using a wrench, a vice grip, uh, none of the above, sockets, nothing. You get the real thing and they're not expensive. Now I'm looking online and here's a seven piece Rolex watch case opener. Now this is not like the uh, propeller, although it is somewhat, it's got interchangeable center rings that have the teeth on them. And then it's got two long arms that are all metal and it's like 55 bucks. Now I saw a real one. They look like real metal propellers, the real ones. Um, then they have, they have a different kind. See, the one I told you about, you push against it and you turn with your strength. Then there's one which is a kind of a vice grip looking, not a vice grip, a vice looking thing that comes down and it, it screws down. You put on one of these gears on the back. You screw it. You clamp your watch down into it. You clamp this the top part into the back of the watch. And then it's got a little arm that you turn it. So that looks pretty interesting because it clamps it. And that's one of the problems you have with these things is trying to get the watch to stay in one place while you're really giving it a turn. I mean, you got to really put some muscle behind it. Now here's another one, $163 plus shipping of 60 bucks, uh, six dies. It looks like an interesting, it's got a big wheel on the top. So you screw it down and I guess you turn it with this big wheel. Let's see. You just got to get the back open without screwing it up. Yeah, it's got a, okay, so this is a nice one. It's got anchors on the bottom for the watch. So you put the watch and you anchor it in upside down. So the back is exposed to the top of the machine. And then you put these different dies on the machine for the size of your back on your watch. And I guess you, let's see what it says. It doesn't say. It just says uh, designed for opening and fitting cases of oyster waterproof watches like Rolex and Tudor and other screw watch cases. It's a set of bench case opener for screw and waterproof case, full accessories, extra case vise, six groove dies and adapter. Includes one adjustable case holder. Let me say, let me give you a, um, a warning. If you buy cheap tools, that's exactly what you're going to get. So they have like did I tell you my screwdriver story? You know, they have jeweler screwdrivers. <clears throat> and
and they're you got a round little metal base and you have these little holes and you put the different screwdrivers in and they're adjustable and you can screw you can change the top of the little blades on them and put in different ones and you can re uh, hone the edge and all this other stuff the good ones are from switzerland like bergeron bergeron those are expensive but there's all these copies running around for cheap so i bought a, a set of copy i figured i don't need the real expensive ones i lose them anyhow because I do. When I start working on stuff, I lose them. The cheap ones were so bad that I couldn't even get the blade, meaning the screwdriver tip, to stay in the base of the little screwdriver because there's a little set screw that holds it in. I couldn't even get them to stay in there. So when you turned, everything turned and it didn't do anything. So they're just worthless. So be careful when you buy cheap stuff, please. <clears throat> Not that I'm telling you to buy the original because that's too expensive. You got to kind of find a middle ground. Like here's an original Rolex watch propeller case opener. They want a hundred bucks. Just one of them. And there's a whole set. Um, here's a couple of them. Two of the propellers and a holder. They want $728. Here's one that takes the bezel. That's a hard. This is a good one. I've seen these before. Bezel remover. They want $3,000. $3,000 for a bezel remover. And I can tell you exactly what it is. It's got four blades that dig into your bezel and somehow it pulls, gets it to pull. I can't tell from looking at the picture. It's an oldie though. But I can tell you I've seen people open Rolex bezels. Now Rolex bezels, and this is a real Rolex tool. Okay, there's a real Rolex tool. That's why they want that much. Real Rolex bezels are pressed into your watch under pressure really pressed in there you have to have a tool for that too so to get them out is not easy because they're really pressed in there good now i've seen good watchmakers take a watch making tool which is a case back opener and dig it in there and carefully dig out the bezel without hurting it i have seen it i've also seen this tool i'm looking at which is a real rolex oyster bezel remover and they have a special tool for that can you believe it so I wouldn't even bother to do it, to tell you the truth. If it's me, I wouldn't touch it. Here's a set of the Rolex propeller watchmaking tool openers. You get four different sizes, 400 bucks. So what would I do? I probably would buy a good aftermarket one. Or if I had a specific Rolex that I was really in love with, I might say it's not a bad idea to buy one of these propellers just for my watch because these propellers really work well. That's what we call them, propeller case opener. And they work really well. Um, these cheap ones are like 50 bucks. And I'm sure they work, but do they re I mean, you don't understand how hard these buggers are to open. They're, that's why they keep the water out. Now, I like this watch case opener, back opener with six dies, and it's a bench it's a bench opener. It's $165 plus $45 in shipping, so it's about $210. That's not really a lot of money when you're talking about Rolex, to tell you the truth. And it looks like a substantial piece. I want to look at it a little more carefully. I don't really open up Rolexes, so I don't have this issue, but I have. Okay, I'm looking at the dies. They look really nice. The machine itself looks really good. It's like a screw down top and it pushes the dies into the back of the case. How you turn it, I do not know. Let me see if I can figure it out. Uh, okay, so it's got 
It's got a clamp for the bottom, which is great because you need that. And it has different dies to open cases, but I don't see the Rolex ones. So let me look. Here's the Rolex ones. Yeah, it's got the Rolex ones too. It's got six different Rolex ones. It's got lots of regular ones for opening up normal cases. You know, screw back cases. It's got all kinds of different uh, things to open. So you could open up just about any watch on this thing. So I like it. I like it better than these cheap ones. And the cheap ones, I'm telling you, you're going to have problems with them. I've had problems with them before. It's not worth it. So that's how you would open up your Rolex. Um, here's a cheaper version of it. Uh, they're all pretty much the same. I mean, everybody makes aftermarket for Rolex. The question is, how's what's the quality? Okay, so that's pretty much what we have for that. And I don't see a case back, a case closer. I know I have them where you have to press, not the, I'm sorry, not the case back. You have to press the bezel in. Okay, so here's a, a real good one. Here's nine piece watch jewelry, slotted flat bay blade watchmakers tools. This is like what I bought, 15 bucks and it was worthless. Here's a whole kit of that plus all kinds of other stuff you could use for 25 bucks, but I'm sure it's really junk. Here's a case back adjustable opener. Um, what they have is sometimes they have these points on a long flat piece of metal and you can adjust them and then you load it onto the back of your case back and you turn. And I'm not talking about Rolex. I'm talking about any watch that has a case. Okay, sometimes they have these little, um, these they're not holes, like little notches in the back around the bezel. And that's what you grip. You put your tool in those little notches and turn because you got to get a hold of it to turn it. And they don't give you like a handle or something, you know, which would be smart. They don't do that. You have to do it. Here's a, okay, here's a press tool repair kit. This is the one I told you about for the bezels. And this one's cheap. It's probably no good. You know, they make all the stuff in China. And I got news for you. China, some of their stuff is really pathetically bad. You know, they, they're in one piece, and then 10 minutes later, they're in five pieces. So it says U.S. seller, but I guarantee this is made in China. It's only like 15 bucks. So how good can it be? Um, this is anything you need to really push it in. And there's lots of them here. They're $15, $16, $17, but the quality, I'm sure, is not there. So, like, if you're pushing on a Rolex bezel, you better have a good piece because you got to really put some muscle behind it. It's not that easy. Uh, also, another really interesting piece is a hand remover. And it grips the hands and pulls them. It's got a little knob on it. It's uh, metal. Looks almost like an egg miniature egg beater looking thing. And it works really well. Easy, because you need to take the hands off. And if you try to take the hands off of a watch, you're going to bend them and ruin them. And this just plops, plucks them right out of there. Watch setting tools. Trying to think of what else we all could use. What case back cover opener remover? Just be careful if you're opening up regular watches, you need a case knife. That's what we used on pockets. It's a watch back case opener remover knife. It's only like I don't know, 10 bucks. They're not expensive. Here's a watch case back open adjustable remover pair wrench watchmaker tool. Remember, a lot of these are really crap. 
So you got to buy the better ones. Don't don't go for the cheaper. You're going to throw your money away. I'm telling you. Really throw your money away. Here's another one. A case back remover opener. It's actually like a little wrench. I mean a little vice. Excuse me to hold your watch in there, which is nice. And it's only $7, $6.5. And you put your watch in there and you clamp it together and hold your watch in there, you know, face down. Or face up, whichever you want to work on it. And that way, you know, it doesn't get all over the place. You don't lose parts. Because one of the things about watches is the parts you can lose very, very, very easily. Very easily. Because they're so small. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And I will be right back. Don't go anywhere, please. The man, the myth, the legend. He's come back. Yeah, I got rid of my buzz. He's come back from the dead. Well, I probably am dead and I just don't know it. Um, okay, so we're talking about watchmaker parts. And we are talking about also Rolex. I don't urge you to open up a Rolex unless you want to see what's in it. Or if you want to check like your, to see if it's triple sign, stuff like that. That I get. You could do that, but be careful opening up Rolexes, please. You can mess them up pretty good, pretty easy. Tear up the back, tear up the inside. Uh, staking tools are another thing. Spring bars we talked about. Collet and hand closing tools by Burgeon. That's the good company, Burgeon. If you can find their stuff, it's more expensive, but you know it's actually worth it because their stuff's really good. Okay, here's another case back opener. Yeah, you should have you should have a little hammer with a plastic or rubber tip on it so you don't hit too hard. There's a bench block you can buy that has little holes in it so you can put things go right through something or like if you're going to push a pin out it got some place to go as you're hitting it with a hammer and you're pushing on it. Um, jeweler's tools, you need a lot of different little pliers. Here's a watch movement holder. We just saw that. It's a different one. Mainspring Winder. K&D is a good company too. L&G is a good company. Watch case opener. LG. Let's see what it looks like. LG is, I think, the company that makes the cleaning machines. Yeah, this is similar. Yep, this is a nice piece. So I guess LG is okay too. Graver. You can do engravings. That's nice. Different bits. I'm just looking at what's available. Case opener with three screw tips for snap-on watchbacks. Okay, so let's talk about this. Snap-on watchback is a watchback that just pops on, pops off, and it's metal against metal, and somehow the way they make it, it snaps together. And normally what we use is a pocket watch knife case remover for watches, but this one looks like it's pretty interesting. It's got different tips. Looks like different thicknesses. Yeah, different thicknesses on the tips. It's hard to get in there. You know, you got to find a spot and pry it. And when you look at watches and they're demolished, the back of it, that's why. So you want to be careful. You don't want to do that to your stuff and mess up your stuff. I've done it. Believe me, I messed up stuff before. 
don't want to do that again. Metal Jewelers Hammer. Yeah, they have these little teeny hammers. Jewelry Stamp Punch Tool Hallmark. Uh, side Pin Vice Lot. Okay, this is one that my old watchmaker used a lot. It looks like a, almost like a screwdriver. And at the top, it has this like gripper at the top. And then it has a ring that you turn and it tightens little grippers, like little fingers holding on to something. And my watchmaker would take a, a stem. You know what a stem is? It's the part that hooks up to the crown for winding and setting the watch. The little part sticks out of the watch. It's a little metal piece. And if the knob, the crown, came off the stem, he would take the stem out of the watch, he put in this little vise so it holds it tight, and then he would tighten the crown onto it because it's very hard when a crown comes off to put it back on. It just screws on, but you can't get it to tighten up. It stays loose. The only way to do it is what I'm telling you this way. This is exactly why I saw him do this a million times. But that means you got to open the watch. you got to take the crown off and the, and the stem. There's screws in the movement that loosen, and then it'll pop out. You know, do I want to do that? No. Why do I not want to do it? Because it's going to mess it up. My luck, I'll mess it up. Also, uh, a micrometer is not a bad idea. If you want to measure stuff, I see one here. Watch movement holder is a good idea. Uh, here's, a, here's an interesting one. Three-inch watch, case back, opener, knife blade, repair, remover. Okay, this is a case opener, but it's a little fat-looking thing. Looks like a little owl. AWL, not OWL. And it's got a little blade at the end. Looks like it'd give you a nice little bit of leverage to ply it, pry it open. Yeah, it's cool. I don't know how thick it is, but it looks really good. I like it. It's only six bucks. Can't argue with this. Yeah, it says uh, three quarter inch iron blade. Thickness is 1.2 millimeter. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I like it. I like it because it's got a big, like a bulb you hold on to made of plastic so you don't kill yourself and cut your fingers off when you're really pushing. Now, here's a real watch case knife. And this is what we used to use. We pry with this there. But this one is a Burgeon Swiss made, 17 bucks used, and people are bidding on it. Uh, another thing you might want to think about is a staking set. And that's to, like if you're going to knock out a pin out of a band, this thing, they have little long cylindrical metal pieces, like a screwdriver blade almost, but different thicknesses. And you put it on to where you want, and you hit it with a hammer, and it knocks stuff through. It's called staking tools, and there's lots of them. Like here's 70 different sizes. Yeah, you need all this. And I'm looking at all these used watchmaker tools. I guess their watchmakers are pretty much going out of sight. And what, you, what they're doing is just dumping all their tools. So there's a lot of stuff here you can buy that's used. And they're good. Like Borel Watchmaker Press Tool Watch Case Kit, $34. Let me take a look. This looks like decent quality, too. Yeah, Borel Swiss. That's all I got to see. This is good quality. This is a case, case back press. So you would put a case back together the back. Sometimes you snap them on or the crystal or the basil and this you squeeze it and it puts it back together it's actually a pretty good idea 
um, what else? Measuring gauge, scale lot. Yeah, what if you have to measure a diamond or something or a jewel? That would do it. Um, third hand soldering tweezers. This is a kind of an interesting piece. It's a little base, a weighted base with uh, a, like a little piece of metal on it that extends with an alligator clip at the end so you can hold things while you're working on them. But it's very small because you're using small tools because you're doing small pieces. There's a Canon pinion remover. It's 150 bucks. It's a nice tool, but I don't think I'd ever use that. Here's a tools, crown and stem gauge. So you can tell the size of your crown or stem that you need. Um, press back. There's a lot of stuff, but there's, I mean, what do you need? You need a lathe? Are you actually going to go that far and do that much? I don't think so. It's too much, at least for me. Okay, here's one of these case back openers. I saw a lot of these. It It's like a little piece of metal, and it's got a little wheel in the center <clears throat> and two pins sticking out. <clears throat> and you adjust the pin sticking out with the little wheel, pulls them in, pushes them out. You push it against the back of the watch and turn. Very awkward. I've tried those. I didn't like them at all. They don't get any leverage. You need leverage. Little giant jeweling tool. What the hell is that? Wow. It's got a lot of stuff. It's got a lot of collets and pins and it's called a little giant. Looks older than me. Cleaner and more more complete, and they want a lot of money for it too. Made in the US. That's pretty interesting, I'll tell you that. It's called the little giant jeweling tool. I mean, you've got to set up a little watchmaking get up. And you need a Dremel Moto tool. Or the ones that they have, the ones that hang with a motor and you've got a flexible end. You need that, absolutely. I use the Dremel. I use so much. <clears throat> Not anymore, but I used to. <clears throat> it's also nice to have a buffing wheel. But you have to know how to use it or you're going to screw it up. Here's a staking set made in Germany. It's got everything on it. And people are bidding on it at 200 bucks. It's got a lot of different attachments and stuff you got to be a real watchmaker jeweler to use these things um i don't know that i would canyon canyon pinion pulley remover there's another one uh here's a rawhide jeweler's hammer i have one of these it's made of rawhide the head believe it or not and that's what you use because you just want to tap things you don't want to kill things because they're very delicate um pry lever snap tool here's another opener for the back which i'm not so crazy about mainspring winders two cup oil cup watch red cups okay that means when you're putting them back together you put oil inside the movement you just put a drop here and there you have to know where to put it by the way and i have no idea so you're asking here's a good one a, a vigor usa watchmakers lathe <clears throat> Vigor is a good company, V-I-G-O-R. Um, what else have we got? They have all these different. Here's another case back opener, a knife with a big metal handle on it. Looks like billeted aluminum. It's expensive, 15 bucks. Um, here's a really interesting piece. If you're going to do your own watchmaking, I mean really, tear the thing apart. You need this watch cleaning machine. It's by a company called L&R. 
They look as old as the hills. They look like they're from the 40s. They probably are. And what it does, it's made in New Jersey. What it does is has like three or four jars and a thing, a metal piece in the middle with a machine thingy. And you put your parts in the centerpiece and it dips it into each of the jars. One's got solvent, one's got oil, who knows? I forgot what's in it, but different solutions in like the three jars. And it puts it in there, it, it mixes it up, vibrates it so it cleans, goes to the next one, takes it out automatically. And these are old. They've been, you know, they've been doing this for a gazillion years. Um, you can do watch parts cleaning, jewelry cleaning, three jars. Yeah, these are really good. Everybody still uses them. So this one was 500 bucks, no bids. They're not cheap. I don't think I ever said they were. Watchmaker's Tool Hormec. What the hell is that? Let's take a look. This is nice. It's doing all, got all kinds of things going on here. It looks like you're operating. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is Maine, Switzerland. This is a nice piece. I don't know exactly what it is, but we need it. <laughs> we need all of it. We need everything. We need all the help we can get. All right. So that's it for my little Rolex uh, compendium here today. I do appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. America's finest watchman. Mr. Amusing. Catch me next time. Don't forget, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LeeJacksonWatches at gmail.com. Thank you again. See you later, everybody. Ciao.